Good evening, Misfits. This is the 20.4 Breakdown with your friendly neighborhood Misfits, movement efficiency, strategy, and as always, a no-bullshit approach to your open workout. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Spectrum CBD. Head to PureSpectrumCBD.com and use the code word MISFIT to save some dough. I use it every morning. I use it every evening. Um, It's a really big help for me. Helped me a ton at the games when I was super sick. Um, So I'm looking forward to trying CBD throughout the fall and winter and see if I get a little less sick. That would be nice. I'm going to rub it on my knees. I'm going to rub it on your knees. I thought you were when you were competing at the games. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yes, when I was competing at the games. um, (laughs) Same. That would be a magical product now, wouldn't it? It sure would. (laughs) I'd take some. (laughs) Also brought to you by Sharpen the Axe. Head to sharpentheaxeco.com and use the code word 20.4, all spelled out in letters not numbers. Save yourself 15% off between right now and Monday when this workout closes. Got some good stuff uh, in there right now and we got some really good stuff coming out soon. We're not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to guess. Um, All right. Whoa. On to the fun stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hunter would love to tell you about TeamMisfit.com, Misfit Athletics Affiliate Program. Yo, TeamMisfit.com, all your affiliate coaching programming needs. Uh, we've got some a new podcast out just recently. That's available on the site. It'll be available on the Misfit podcast here in a week or two. A um, couple podcasts to date, some new articles that came out, and as always, your programming. And if you didn't hear, we're coming to Sugar Wad very shortly after the open. So if you are on SugarWad, we'll be available in the marketplace after the open. Thanks. Beautiful. All right. Everybody's favorite part, the top 20 misfit women, top 20 misfit men, and then we draw some names and give out some free shit. We will start with the ladies. Caroline Connors, Alexis Johnson, Jessica Griffith, Elena Savage, Paige Semenza, Bianca Savarese, Gigi Sabatini, Aaron Vandendriesch, Lauren Suver, Hannah Hardy, Vera Valdez, Jennifer McVeigh, Molly Mullane, Adrian Villanueva, Lindsay Lee. You got it, bro. Say I believe it. in you. Say it. Mickey Nuccio. Mickey Nuccio, Diana Lamberti. Perfect. Emma Weddington, Kate Gosling. Nuccio. Kate. Kate. Misfit Jim Portland still hanging out in the top 20. Tom and Brindice, Maria Bjorn's daughter. All right. Shake it, 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 that's true. Bon- Top 20 <laughs> men. Bongiorno. Nate Long, Brandon Luckett, Chandler Smith, Marshall Creed, Brody Scott, Jordan Cook, Holly Holgerson, Cody Mooney, Travis Williams. They are tied. Jen wanted me to point that out. Nick Matthew, Austin Spencer, Gio Contreras, Mike Wagner, Kenneth Hart, Josh Habeck, Will Carter, Logan Ewing, Brian Harris, Corby Foxall, and Lance Castle. All right. Shake, 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 shake it up. Wow, passing it around. Oh, that was the winner the is. one. My hand's too big. Marshall Creed. Marshall Creed. <laughs> Jen with two N's at misfitathletics.com. Please email her your size and shipping address, and you get yourself some free stuff. All Swag. right, gentlemen. 20.4. You just did it. Um, this is this is a did different. 
Yeah, <laughs> sort of. This is a different one. Um, you guys have put up some pretty damn good scores on the other workouts, giving us uh, a really good opportunity to figure out exactly what this is going to be like. So you're going to have to, as you both know, put your coaches' hats on a little bit more in this one <laughs> and talk For a little real. bit more about like... <clears throat> What if it was 75, 95, 135, 185? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Going sort of in that in that mode. Um, the the feedback that I have for you guys just watching you go, um, didn't love the singles on 95. The barbell was dancing all over the gym. I think that there's something to the heart rate of that and the moving all around. Whereas even if you did like a 654 or something, I think touch and go makes a little bit more sense there. And I think um, even at the 135 for a lot of athletes, getting off the box jumps if they're bounding properly and really breathing, that they can snag some touch and go. Yeah. I mean, in retrospect, like looking at the workout, I knew box jumps aren't a particular movement I like very much. So I was like, all right, I got to manage my heart rate because if I go back out of breath to that box jump, I'll be in trouble. If you're competing at a high level, you need to find a way to be calm in those box jumps, calm in those cleaning jerks. Like you said, 654 is a great way to get through that. You do six, you take two steps back, you breathe for a couple breaths, step back up to the bar, cycle your five, same thing for four, and then you get through that bounding box jump for the second set. Then you get to 135, and I think 135, you might start with a set of touch and go, and then you know trans, transverse over to singles at some point, and just be like, all right, whatever keeps my heart rate lowest, because that's what climbed up really fast for me. I got through the first set of 30 and 15, did the box jumps, and I went back to the bar, and I was like, oh, I'll just muscle clean and push press the 135 too, and it felt a lot different just because my heart rate was so high. Right. So if you can manage that early on and stay steady on the 135, the workout really starts at 185, I think, for, for most of our athletes in terms of, all right, now it's go time. You got the preamble out of the way, and now it's time to get to work. Yeah, I think for for the for me, it was I just knew 275 was going to be hard, so I had to slow down and make sure my legs didn't blow up. But for... The people we're talking to, I think you're right, the 95 easily, like uh, I even did kind of the Metcon style clean and push press. I think that's definitely, uh, I think that's a good option just to, because you're, I think the front side of your body is going to light up, certainly more than the back side. And if you get a little bit of hinge action in those lighter bars, you might save kind of the front side of your body. Mm -hmm. So like a muscle clean or a, a Metcon clean and push press, even at 135 for somebody who's really strong. Um We've seen people do, I think it, it's probably dependent on how you feel most confident cycling the barbell. If it's if it's the touch and go, do that. If it's the fast singles, uh, we've seen people go through those just as fast as the touch and go reps. Right. So you have to know what's going to jack your heart rate up and what's not and that, and kind of where, where you're going to feel it later on in the workout. And then, yeah, I think the big thing for the barbell is just going to be staying on top of it. Don't get caught walking away. If you, if you know you're going to end up squat cleaning at some point, uh, consider maybe cleaning like the last squat cleaning, the last rep of that buff bar before. At the just very to get least feel. warm it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely warm it up. Um, and yeah, for, for the fittest it's, it's, you, you don't get to do the step ups. You don't get to do the, the moseying around. You don't get to do singles. You got to right, say one of the things quick. we did, kind of wrapping up into the open is we had a lot of that Olympic lifting work where you was like you're on the clock for 60, 90 or two minutes when you're instructed to do singles. Like when you get to that 185, you get that 225, that's a chance to put that that practice right into work in this open workout. That's right. kind of what I was thinking about as I was moving through that. I was like, I did enough of those pieces and taught myself to do like a 
one step back, one step forward, or like a three, two, one in my head and grab the bar again. And I knew that going into this, you'd be ahead of me at that point. But I was like, all right, maybe I can make up some time on the barbell because I could keep myself disciplined like that. And I think either having a coach that like we've talked about in the past, making sure that your rests don't turn too long, like last week with the deadlift, do something similar this week and have someone there counting you down three, two, one, three, two, one, so that you don't get caught standing around on those 225, 275, 315 bars. Right. Um, so, so kind of breaking this down movement by movement we've got the um we've got the rebounding box jump for essentially everyone at the highest level barring situations like you <laughs> you're recovering from multiple ruptured achilles it's a hoot um, and a fucked up knee <laughs> you know knee injuries things of that nature alexis doesn't do box jumps like ever um so there are people in that camp but speaking to the majority of people who are trying to get to the games um when you're thinking about this movement, you might be the person with the mobility, with that stretch reflex to get that really good rebound, but you're still kind of all over the place. Uh, the best advice that we can give is keep your torso out over the box. Yep. We'll shoot a video for you guys tomorrow morning, um, but it's really about when you hit when you hit the floor, your body's ready to just get right back onto the box. Yep. Otherwise, you would fall and hit the box if you were you know trying to completely stop. You want to leave your torso all the way out over. You want you know the toes to come down, heels to kiss, and then jump right back up. Um, you know, I I don't I don't want to say anything like if you don't do bounding box jumps, you can't get a great score in this workout. Um, but done properly, they do. They're easier. They're, they're extremely easy. So we're talking yeah. single leg, a single leg movement directly following step ups. To me, just don't make any sense unless your like heart rate is just absolutely jacked through the roof and you're trying to slow yourself down but you want to keep moving that would be a case where you could say something about step ups but um, it's a time under tension thing a proper bounding box jump is a is just a breeze for for most high level crossfit athletes yeah yeah i think i think the it's just a time under tension thing if you're doing the step up and if you're at a high level doing a step up you're doing it quickly enough that you are constantly under tension uh i'd you just, I don't think you're going to be able to get the best score doing so that. So the only way that would work is if somehow you were a magician with the barbell and you can move that thing at twice the speed that anybody else could. That's right. the only way that's acceptable. And like yeah. we're talking real world scenario, that's not going to happen. I doubt the person who's doing step ups is going to be moving can, the barbell can that fast. blast through 225, 275. Right. Um, so, so talking about breaking down those first three barbells, we talked about doing maybe a little bit more touch and go on the 95 pounds. Um, and what's funny is I'm saying that and I'm saying it because, again, I don't like the i don't like the barbell bouncing all around and trying to kind of figure that part out because what i'm going to say next will almost contradict it i think blasting through the first three rounds is sort of like rowing too fast and jackie that person that didn't (laughs) try very hard gets off the rower it's what feels like one second after you sort of a thing you have to be within yourself in those first three rounds of this workout um or you're probably just going to slow down that 185 or 225 bar. And then, you so know, that, that needle's twitching right on like the exactly. red line, but it's not yes. crossing it because if you cross it, the workout's over. And if you, you know, do the other direction, you leave too much on the table. Yeah, so it's you're over right. because you're going to add a minute. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's, it's much easier to slow down a little bit on the box jump and pistol just to catch your breath for right. a couple reps than it is to power blast through the barbell right. and, or, or do singles realize that you, you made a mistake and now you're hovering over the bar for 10 seconds at a right. time for one rep. Um, the whole no bullshit thing that we talk about at the beginning of the podcast, I'm going to bring it out right now. Pistols, 
I, I they're really easy for some people. They're really hard for some people. It's not all about mobility. It's about that stretch reflex. It's about that bounce, fast body switch, body awareness. Like there's so many variables that come into play here. Um, the one thing that I will say is with the way that HQ is being this year, you better do your fucking pistols right. Yep. You better be able to show in your video that you're that you're doing what you're supposed to. I was gonna say the only thing I'm gonna add to that going further is that one thing we often see are athletes that blur the line between standing up and doing their next rep. They I that's going to be the thing I feel like right. more so than anybody and, else. And like, I mean, the open usually isn't as bad as when you see someone just working out. Yeah. Like people yep. will normally go through, but I would say be very careful of that. Cause there are a lot of people that can blast through pistols that aren't going below parallel. Same thing with standing up on top of the box with just the jump, like instead of jump overs, right. you know, there's no, you're going to want, you're going to want to stand up there for a second. All, yeah. <laughs> you're you're, a lot you're of not going so fast yeah, right. that you're, uh, you're yeah. not doing that. But I think, the pistols, you're you're only if if you're on that line, you're only saving grace is the the best warm up possible. Like that, but you say that and you're kind of like an like shrugging, but that's a really big deal. I yeah. know I know yeah, people yeah, yeah. that that third round of a workout finally get into their pistols, start flying back and forth, and they're like, oh, I probably should have warmed up better. Like there's a lot that you can do to warm up your pistols, and at the end of the day, until they feel close to the best that they have, you're probably not ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean at, at the end of the day, 60 reps is not, or 90. what, 90 reps yeah. for the best is not that significant no. after 90 box jumps. No. It's 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 not that bad. Uh, and what's what I think is really good about the pistols in, in kind of this workout in general in terms of strategy is you can blast through that first set of pistols because you're going to find out the 225 bar will talk to you a little bit. Yep. The 225 bar will say... Hey, my legs are dead, or probably it's just going to be breathing. Like clean and jerks feel kind of okay while you're doing them, and then when you drop them, it's j- yeah. Boom, yeah. Boom, I, I boom, think boom. I think because pretty much everybody who who kind of who's doing this for time will power clean probably through even two seventy five power clean and jerk. A lot of people, my, yeah, yeah. My my legs weren't weren't the factor. It's just that's a high percentage for me. So right. I think. I, I don't think you should probably be as concerned. I think it's very different than the squat clean, for right. example, like yep. last year or whatever. So don't uh having having done it, granted not going all that fast up to two twenty five, legs weren't the problem. It it they definitely felt it pulling the my heaviest bar, but right. uh be confident that it's not that much volume in either in any movement right. leading up to kind of where your workout starts, whether that's 185, 225, whatever. Exactly. Or the, the ladies' weight. And, and really, the, the workout for a lot of people starts at the at the barbell that you guys got to. Yep. Um, I mean, Ben Smith was able to do his 275 round faster than his 225 round. I know it's five more reps, but it's a lot of weight. And he was 20 seconds faster on that round. So yep. he just was continuing to progress through the workout like no big deal. Yeah. And and then obviously the 315 bar is like a whole different it's a whole different thing. Um the 315 bar is why we obsess over something so much that pops up in the sport just every once in a while. Um it'll take you out of the open. 500 points, 600, 700, 800 points. Yeah. Easily, You're yeah. talking about an insane amount of points if you haven't perfected your version of of what this is what your you know your 90 to 100 percent is like yeah. like it's important you know there's not a ton we can do now we can talk a little bit about you know 
setup and and you know positioning and stuff tomorrow but that's why you have to obsess over the olympic lifts because they will just show up unannounced and say hey i'm here to ruin your open your games your sanctional your whatever all of your practice habits all of your training sessions leading up to this event this open workout are a telltale a truth essentially a lie detector test on how much you prepared and how well you've moved over the course of the year because when you're fatigued your body goes to what it knows and if you haven't focused on getting pushing through your feet getting to power position hip extension and pulling under the bar but you rely on like over your way through it like i do you're not gonna do all that great but if you have good mechanics and you do it every single time and your setup is exactly the same if you watch ben walk up to the bar for 315 it looked exactly the same on all five reps because yep. he has a little mantra a little you know like i don't know like performance he does on his way up to the bar that gets him ready to do it and you should have the same thing hopefully i have all this training sessions so that now when you go to the bar you refocus for a few seconds, you take a deep breath, walk up to the bar, and you hit it because you've practiced it so many times. This workout, one thing that that we failed to do last week that, you know, I'll just say that we failed to do last week, this workout is completely different for women. Yeah. The again. final barbell is 205. The barbell before that is 175. I'm going to slang it. Right? Like, yeah. for, for ladies that can sling a barbell, this is going to hurt. It's yeah. going to be a special kind of pain. What's the 225 equivalent? 145 or 155? So the, the female weights are 65, 85, 115, 145, 175, 205. And, you know, obviously we're, we have Caroline in the back of our head you know, <laughs> tossing that weight around. Like, not really. No. Yeah. But I, I mean, what does that mean? That makes this a more traditional workout. This makes, are you going to go touch and go a little bit at the beginning? Yeah. Are you going to push your pistol pace? you have to rebound those box jumps. Like that's what changes when it comes to these workouts. The ladies have to stomp the gas on those movements before the barbell because it's a different game. Like you have to be able to move through those things and get right under the barbell and get some reps in immediately. You cannot have the, you know, watching the boys go hit a rep, step back, tighten the belt, re-chalk, step back up. That's not going to fly at the highest level for the females. No, no. I mean, they're going to coast isn't the right word, but five at 175 is not heavy for a lot of people. It's not five at 275. No, it certainly isn't. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're we're going through these movements. We're talking about this. Um, the one thing that I will tell people: if you can do well in this workout, be ready to feel like someone hit you in the face with a baseball bat at some point when you start slinging those heavy barbells. It's just a different thing. It's a totally different thing. The clean and jerk itself is one of the most beautiful things in all of in all of sports, in my personal opinion. I just love that the clean is such a thing and it's like no it's not over put this thing over your head (laughs) you know more holding your breath like you could really tell with those athletes tonight on the you know the live announcement at diablo like there were a few times when they dropped the bar like holy shit yeah i do really like the fact that we have to go overhead as opposed to last year with the with just the squat clean um if you're gonna let people power clean which we all know how much crossfitters love to power versus squat right you still better be able to put that thing overhead. Yeah, and it, I love it. It is not light sitting in the front rack when, you're, when that, you're 15 minutes into the workout. The only thing I would say that to that point is that like when you get ready to put that bar over your head, especially if you get to those final barbells, like make sure you're ready. Like When I went to the last bar, they were saying in my head, like take your time, take your time, don't rush, don't rush, because it's one of those things where you get so far into the workout, you got 30 seconds left, you might be trying to get one single rep at 315, and if you rush your jerk and you miss... You're, you're going to be pissed that you have to do all that work again to have one opportunity to do it again. Like, in my my opinion, you have to take your time on that setup and make sure that when you get ready to do the jerk, that you're ready to do that jerk. Don't just rush that thing because 
you know, I feel like both of you and I are in the same situation. We both hit the cleans relatively with ease. And they're like, all right, it's time to put this bar over our head. Let's make sure we do this. And well, we both had a sketchy rep where we were <laughs> dancing around with it a little bit. Yeah. Can confirm. I failed one. <laughs> so really what we're saying here is this is a barbell workout. Mm-hmm. And yep. you get to rest on your box jumps and pistols. And you need to use those as your throttle. That's what's going to dictate kind of what's going on there. And if you really feel like whatever the 225 bar was like a little bit too much you can slow down at the beginning but then you know what 10 11 pistols in i was wrong i was just being a baby i'm ready again knock out the yeah next I think, 19 I, and I get think to work the the volume that our athletes train at is such that you know how five reps at 275 and 315 are going to feel so you absolutely you have to use those other two movements as the like you said the throttle because you know yeah it might might feel better or worse but you're going to make the lift um, unless unless you do something stupid through like the 185 115 barbell i'll right. say the athletes ahead of the caliber like the, when you and i were doing this type of thing where you know we would sit on the box or bend over and catch our breath like you can breathe and do these other two movements without sure. getting yourself super you know gassed where you, know, you and I were bending over, sitting on the boxes, be, you can be pretty off. upright yeah. in both movements, really yeah. taking some wind in. They're, they're a yep. good movement to catch your breath on. They're yes. not something bent over where you're uncomfortable and like, or burpee, something like that where you can't breathe. Like This is one of those things where don't let yourself stand around on those two movements. Find a way to stay moving at all times. The, the rest that you get is before you go ahead and grab that barbell again for your second or third, fourth and fifth rep. All right, ladies and gents, 20.4. Warm up your damn pistols, okay? Get warm yourself your ankles, exactly your where you need balls. to be. We get a nice little primer with some burpee box jumps and clusters. We're asking people to do the cluster jerk, the 27-part movement. Um, it'll put you through essentially every range of motion, though, that you need yep. in this entire workout. And then we're asking people to warm up to the barbell p- before the final one that they think that they'll get to. Warm that up really well. Go through a squat clean, even if you can't even imagine yourself squat cleaning. You know, Get your shoulder to overhead warmed up. Um, take some decent time in between the primer and the actual workout itself. And then, man, I don't know. Be tough on that barbell. Yeah. I don't know that I don't know that you need to blast through the primer at like a traditional primer pace. I think a primer built into the workout. Yeah. Yeah, The (laughs) the primer is the first three barbells. So be, be more concerned with your movement efficiency, you know, making sure the hips, hips are warm, getting overhead. And obviously before that we've got, we put in there flossing hips or hips ankles knees banded distractions sherp whatever shows up to the you, gym head to toe and yeah floss. sherp's just fully flossed <laughs> mummy i asked hunter to floss he's me just all a, the way up and he he's said, a voodoo nah. floss band for halloween I like it. <laughs> but yeah warm it up get after it all right fam that was your 24 20 point 20 point 20.4 i did not, <laughs> not have any sugar, sugar today <laughs> 20.4 breakdown uh, thank you to Pure Spectrum CBD. Head to PureSpectrumCBD.com. Use the code word MISFIT. SharpenTheAxeCo.com. Use the code word 20.4. We will see you next week for some chest of our pull-ups. We all know it. See you then. Bye. Peace.